Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Whenever anyone comes into this particular gallery, this New Zealand Wars gallery, this is one of the first things they see. It is. It makes quite a statement. I was quite keen to use it as that initial encounter into this very complicated history we're trying to tell, but to use a painting at the outset to kind of allow viewers to engage on their own terms seemed an important thing to do. I'm talking to Rebecca Rice, curator of historical New Zealand art. We're looking at an oil painting made in 1861 by the artist William Strutt. It's titled View of Mount Egmont, Taranaki, New Zealand, with Māori driving off settlers' cattle. It's in a large, elaborate gold frame, which is original, and it's quite an interesting and complicated composition. Effectively, what you had was Māori iwi at that time seeking to protect their rights and interests in specific areas and you had, from a non-Māori standpoint and a government standpoint, a desire to settle the Taranaki region. Taranaki-born Jamie Tūta is the Tutumo Pairoa's Māori trustee, responsible for overseeing more than 100,000 hectares of Māori land throughout New Zealand. In a sense, this painting highlights and reflects the tension of the time. The lead-up in the 1850s, which is when the tension was at its highest And effectively what ultimately happened, which I would describe as the last straw in a long and often conflicting 19-year purchase process, was armed resistance. If we start in the bottom right corner, you can see there's a broken fence, a wooden fence that's been knocked over, presumably by this group of Māori that are crouched in a gully in the foreground. They're variously dressed in European and Indigenous and traditional clothing, and they're carrying a variety of weapons, tefa tefa, a traditional long-handled staff, rifles, and a tomahawk in the upper right of the group. They're firing towards the left of the painting, where you can see smoke behind a Nico palm, and presumably this is a smoke from the settlers that we can't see in this action painting. The oath was tangata tōmua wenua tōmuri, which basically speaks to land before man, that our people would fight to the end in order to protect their land and homes. And that's what they did. If we follow the smoke from the left, we can see a group of Māori chasing cattle and horses and sheep off the settlers' land. Our eye is led past the beautiful peak of Mount Taranaki in the background. And then on the very far right, we can see a little burning cottage. So it's quite a dramatic painting. It's made by Strutt when he's based in Melbourne. But he was resident in Taranaki, trying his hand at the life of a New Zealand bushman in the mid-1850s. If I was able to describe that historical experience to an artist and have that artist paint a picture, for example, I would have had Europeans basically burning villages, destroying gardens, because it is well known and it has been acknowledged through this treaty settlement process that the scorched Earth policy was one which was actually enacted in Taranaki. He's painting this painting as these incidents in Taranaki are being reported 
in the newspapers in Melbourne. And based on his personal experience, he's piecing together a picture painting, a dramatic, melodramatic, you might say, artist's idea about what it might have been like to be there. In 1854, this oath was sworn that anyone who was to engage in land sales with the government or settlers and Europeans would be dealt with death. And it's quite an interesting period in the Taranaki history because the first person to breach that particular oath and proclamation was a man by the name of Rawiri Waiowa, who funnily enough was painted by Strutt during that period of time as well. With Rawiri Waiowa's death, uh, you then had what is called the Puketapu feud, which was a whole lot of tension between uh, the hapu and broader Taranaki around what the response was going to be to some of those issues and tensions of the time. So I think you know the painting is important from that perspective and because it also provides us an opportunity to have a dialogue like this around understanding that there's also a Māori view, there's a Māori uh, experience and perspective of that time. His viewpoint is quite unique. To actually place us, the viewer, on the side of the Māori crouched in the foreground, not with the settlers, we're not crouching with them, attacking the Māori. We're there with, with these, these mm. resisting... Which can invite today, I think, people. a kind of empathy with mm-hmm. these figures. And an identification. He's working from memory, is he? His landscape... Not just from memory, when he was in Taranaki, even though he was living in the bush in these very difficult circumstances, he sketched compulsively. And individually he sketched Māori that he encountered around New Plymouth and the Taranaki region. So he draws on various elements of all of these figures, all of these sketches, again very much in the academic tradition of painting, where it's a bit like painting by numbers. You piece it together bit by bit to conform to an idea of what a dramatic history painting will look like. From an iwi perspective, a taonga has importance, usually as a consequence of being associated to a person or an event, which therefore means that that particular taonga enables us to remember the events associated in that particular period. So I think you know there are, there are a number of those things throughout our history. For example, survey pegs conjure a certain emotional response because it was the surveying of the Pekapeka block in Waitara which led to the first Taranaki war. Its sheer quality as a work of art is astounding. We were lucky to have it in the conservators' lab while it was just being checked over. And you look at it under a microscope and it just reveals more and more. It doesn't break down into brush strokes as some artists' work does. You actually see more and more detail. You see the houses on the bush line under the hill, which is where he identified his home as having been. You see the, the details of the foliage picked out so beautifully. Ours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy, and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.